0: Welcome to the LifePurpose.com podcast.
1: The number one podcast in the entire cosmos for empowering and inspiring you to live your life's purpose.
0: My name is Hema Allman.
1: And I'm Gabriel Sarah.
0: And today's episode is about your life's purpose roadmap. I feel honored and privileged that the divine vision of LifePurpose.com is being born through me, through us. And it's like I have been delivering just like a an actual birth for quite some time now. And I continue to keep birthing it as it needs to. And I know for sure that it is a massive baby and this massive baby is stretching me and it is pushing me and motivating me to grow beyond my limits and to expand into something really really big and that requires me to continuously grow up and mature along the way and that is a ride in itself i'm telling you i feel like every day i am expanding more and i am growing more sometimes it's a bit scary because I am constantly addressed with my personal limitations and my personal resistances. And then I am invited as God, as Spirit is showing me, Hey, it's time to transcend yet again, another limit, another limitation. Are you ready? Are you ready to grow beyond that? Are you ready to outgrow that limitation and become the next best version of you? The next biggest version of you. And sometimes it's feels like a, a marathon. just continues to keep going and going and going but that's also why i'm grateful now for the winter time because this is the time for all of us to contract because we cannot always just expand and grow that's not healthy it's also very important that we contract just like the market of cryptocurrency it retraces to then get ready for another bull run so i welcome the time of contraction i welcome the time of not doing I welcome the time of not growing, just like the ocean. The ebb and the flow is necessary to keep the balance.
1: A few months ago, when we started this podcast, we started recording. I remember in one specific podcast episode, you mentioned something about how you felt like you weren't creatively expressing yourself to your fullest capability. And in this episode, you were saying... I want to creatively express myself. I want to creatively express myself. Now with this stage, now that you're, as you were saying, being forced to grow up, to embrace your bigness.
0: Not forced. It's by my free will and by my free choice that I do this as a co-creator with the divine.
1: Well, you either grow or you die. You either grow a business or it dies. So whether or not you're ready to, whether or not it's scary, You have to be ready for that. So maybe forced wasn't the right word, but you are now at this stage being maybe let's say challenged or invited to grow and to embrace your bigness.
0: Yeah. Because it's right in my face, like my, the limit my own limitations and my own threshold, it's so obvious it's right there. I always see it. It's always very clear, which is great because then with the clarity and the knowing what it is that is holding me back, I can then transcend that because if you don't know what is holding you back, you cannot go over it. You cannot overcome it.
1: But as I was going to say was, oh, those months ago, you had said you want to creatively express yourself. Now you're at the stage where you're being challenged or invited to grow up, to embrace your bigness. And we had our level 10 meeting today prior to today's podcast cacao ceremony and now you are becoming more and more aware of what that actually requires of you to create quote-unquote air quotes creatively express yourself do you regret saying those words i want to creatively express myself no do you feel as if you are at this stage creatively expressing yourself Partially. So you have been on this journey and I know that you've never officially, well, I can't say that you've never officially because you have had that time from what you have told me a few years ago about mm-hmm. selling cosmetics or selling, what was it, natural cosmetics?
0: I was hosting my own organic cosmetic workshops.
1: Right. So that was like your first bit of entrepreneurial practice if you will, yeah, but never to the point where we're talking about creating a business where you are not working in the business, you're working on the business. In the process of going from there to now here, if this is, let's say, your second time around, or unless you're saying this is your first time around, your actual first time building this thing, and you're talking about creatively expressing yourself, you have this digital magazine, You've been changing your offer, is what I'm getting at. You've been changing your offer for what you're going to offer through LifePurpose.com as your contribution. You had, at the beginning of your journey, already been told you're going to start this media company. And somewhere along the way, you kept changing this up. It kept changing up. You kept changing up. You kept shifting your your mind about it or changing your mind about it. And now it seems like you're very convinced about this offer and the direction you're going in now. Yeah. And it, it seems like I forgot a little bit. You forgot a little bit.
0: What what the original intention with LifePurpose.com was.
1: Okay, that's a great question. So that's a great thing that you brought up. Why did you forget what the original thing was, the original concept was?
0: I think that is a trait of the human side of me. That's why I have you. How many times did you remind me about things? Yeah, (laughs) literally a lot. And I think it's also because my strength is to be in the present moment. (laughs) My strength is to be in the present moment, and that has sometimes the cost, the price of me forgetting things, just like the big thing of what is the actual intention of life purpose the goal.
1: Wait, hold on a second. Let's stop right there. You just said something really important that I think can directly correlate to our big ones right now. You just said that you forgot momentarily what the big picture was. If you think about the soul coming in here to the earth realm,
0: What a ride.
1: If you think about becoming a human being in the physical flesh, and you've got all of these distractions, you've got all this stuff going on all around you. Crazy. It gets very easy to get distracted. And in that process, a lot of people forget what their soul's purpose, what their life purpose is. Wow. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And so if when they're born, they've got this original intention. Okay, I'm going to do this, and this is the path. Then, just like in the movie, The Soul. Right, just like in the in Pixar's Soul movie. And then somewhere along the journey the soul the consciousness right because that may be another term for the word soul the consciousness that is hema omen forgets what she came here to do so in the context of lifepurpose.com you originally had the blueprint you already had the plan it's going to be a content-based company it's going to be focused on media it's going to be focused on showcasing people's life purpose Then it shifts. It shifts because there's all these distractions. It's just because X, Y, and Z situation happened. And then you're thinking, well, I've got to now plan for making a certain amount of resources happen and a certain amount of things happen. And then you forget. And then you shift the approach. And then you shift the approach again. And then you shift the approach again. And then you shift the approach again. Until now, it's like you just... Went full circle back to where you originally came to. How many people are out there where they have a purpose? They have an original plan for their life and then life gets in the way and it distracts them and then it makes them go left when all they had to do was just go straight, all they had to do was just go down this path and make it easy and effortlessly simple on themselves. This is connected back to the concept of the I am presence the higher self that works through us, through the consciousness of our, of this physical container that we're in, and it's like this I am presence knows the direction for us to go, and we know intuitively where to go. We know intuitively what our life purpose is, but then we forget. We get distracted by ideas in the outer world. She's the pretty one. He's the fast one.
0: All of it ideas... Believes dogmas just lies conditions
1: yes now you got back to this point where assuming from what i've observed from you you are in more alignment with what direction you're going in with lifeovers.com now than any previous other idea that you had yes how did you get to this level of clarity i know that the idea came to you Yes. But how did you know internally that, yes, this is what I have to do?
0: I was, I was, um, I'm grateful that I have, let's call it the right counsel that reflects with me on my ideas and on the plan and on the actions to take. And I just going to call it my counsel, my personal counsel. and. They're reflecting with me and mirroring back to me the pros and cons of my ideas. And they let me know when I'm off track. So my counsel is letting me know when I'm shifting off my original soul's blueprint, it's just that simple. And you are part of that counsel to me. That is letting me know, okay, yeah, your human side may have a great idea for what you want life to be like and what you would like to offer. But I will let you know that this is not what we had originally agreed on. So that's why it's also important that, yes, I may be on paper the only founder of LifePurpose.com and I may be to the world the face of LifePurpose.com, but there is a whole team behind that and there is a whole divine army behind it, which is necessary as the foundation because nothing without that would be possible.
1: Okay, let's experiment on that. So what I'm asking for is internally, when you receive, okay, Hamlin, you're going off topic with this. In comparison, let's actually compare the feeling, the internal GPS, because you are very focused on the heart. You, since I've known you, you've been really focusing on the heart, the heart and the power of love. So let's go with that. How did it feel for you internally in your heart When you came up with the idea of the community versus when the idea came to you about the digital magazine, what was the difference in feeling internally?
0: The difference was the level of excitement and the level of expansion in my body and in my heart area.
1: Can you explain that more?
0: Yeah. So the idea of making a community platform compared to... Building it as a media company and having a digital magazine felt very, I would say, even a little bit boring. And Which, what do you mean? So the community, building Life Purpose.com as a community in comparison to making it a media company felt a little bit boring, felt more yeah. contracted. Very simply put, it didn't feel as big as making it a magazine and a content slash media company. But then when I was reminded what LifePurpose.com originally was meant to be, which is a media slash content company, and that we have the opportunity to create a digital magazine, that all of a sudden felt like the big vision versus the other ones felt more mediocre or
1: or small. Or not aligned with what your life purpose
0: is? I wouldn't say that.
1: So let's just call this what this is. So I receive messages that I share with you and I, what someone call channel. So I go into an altered state of consciousness and in that altered state of consciousness, I'm able to speak as fluidly as I can without allowing my human consciousness, the avatar Gabriel or the consciousness Gabriel, the ego aspect of me to get in the way. And in that flow state, I'm able to speak to you, whatever needs to come forth or is coming forth. And with the community, this was an idea that you conjured up from yourself. Is this correct?
0: I'm not sure. (laughs) I think it was influenced by the outer world.
1: Okay. When it came to the digital magazine, did you ever at all think about a digital magazine? No. Okay. This is where I'm going with this. So the digital magazine idea, I... Pitched it to you. Yes. It came, I received it. I started seeing your face in my third eye. I started seeing your face on the cover of the Global Woman magazine. And then I put the two and two together. I put everything together. And I said, why not have a digital magazine? And we just had a level 10 meeting today where we talked about using artificial intelligence to assist us in creating AI graphic art In conjunction with this digital magazine to make all the pretty pictures, to make it really pop and to make it as aesthetically beautiful as possible. And also to feature NFTs, non fungible tokens that we can sell on websites like Rarible or OpenSea, which are cryptocurrency NFT platforms for selling digital NFTs, non fungible tokens. And. I'm bringing this up because there's something that I am noticing and it's this very strong observation. And this ties back into, I guess, how you open up today's podcast and the questions that I asked you about the path and how, you know, you went, you had the original plan, but then you deviated and then now you're, it seems like you're back on path. And I can confirm this as well. So you started off with the idea of community for whatever reason, Maybe that was your idea. Maybe that was an idea that you inherited from someone else. It doesn't matter. But you pitched wanting to have a community. Then, somewhere along the line, you understood that there would be a lot of technical complications with that.
0: Yes, I did not, I did not think long-term about my offer and whether or not it would be scalable or not until I realized through your reflection that the original the first offer I came up with the, with the community is actually very limiting and I would limit myself if I continue on this path and I am I am really for the path of freedom and the path of scalability
1: absolutely and so you then having become aware of this, you would eventually hit maybe like a, a roadblock then you had I think we had together come up with the idea of combining the meditation with the newsletter and creating some type of mentoring, which is still in the same category of the community aspect, but that, how did that feel in comparison to the first offer?
0: It felt a little bit bigger than the first offer. It felt a little bit more exciting. It's like, I'm getting warmer, I'm getting hotter versus getting far off track um, yeah.
1: Okay. And then, a couple of weeks later, the digital magazine idea was introduced to you. Now, in comparison to the digital magazine idea, to the meditation, how did that feel?
0: It felt very expensive, and it felt like, yeah, that feels like this is the big fish.
1: Okay, great. Now, the next question is, with the introduction of the digital magazine you had mentioned in the first offer with the community you did not foresee the long-term technical challenges and everything that would come along with that the difficulties that would come along with that versus option three have you thought about or seen the long-term path for you on option three which is the digital magazine
0: yes I have seen, I would say, at least a 5 to 10-year picture of that.
1: Okay, great. Now, taking that, you said that this offer, this way, this little variation of presenting LifePurpose.com feels expansive. It feels exciting. It feels like this is something that you can do for a longer period of time. It feels as you said, more of a big thing.
0: Yes. And I want to add on, it also makes my inner child come alive.
1: Okay. That's that's good to highlight. So it makes you feel all of these feelings. In other words, say, would it be safe to say that it makes you feel alive? Yeah. Okay. So it makes you feel a good feeling inside. It makes you feel alive. It makes you feel excited. Yeah. It makes you feel expansive. It makes you feel big.
0: Yeah. It makes me feel like this would be something totally worth living for. It would make my life worth living to do this.
1: It would be fulfilling for you, is what you're saying. In
0: other words, yeah.
1: So take a look at that. Let's break that down. You have LifeRubbers.com. You've been working on it for a couple of years. You had to take a break. The very, very first offer was to do high-ticket coaching. That immediately fell to the wayside within a couple of weeks. You, I don't imagine that you could see yourself doing that for a long period of time.
0: I also realized that my my level of how do I say this? This is important, but give me a moment. When it came to the offerings of LifePurpose. dot com and the monetization aspect of LifePurpose. dot com, I acknowledge that I was and probably still am very, very limited to what's possible, and that's why I'm grateful that I have a team of great beings who actually assist me in broadening my horizon of what's actually possible. And reflecting back on, on myself, I was very, very limited to what I thought I could give to the world because all I have ever seen and heard was, what do people do? Mentoring, coaching.
1: But you have to be who you are, and you are not a coach. You are a way-shower. And that's significant to highlight. So. You started off with the idea of high ticket coaching, then it evolved to doing the community, then it evolved to the meditation offer, then it evolved to digital magazine. Okay, and now this out of everything that you've ever talked about has felt the most expansive. And then you've talked about, we've also talked about doing documentaries in the future, movies to highlight and showcase people's life purpose. Where I'm going with this is the following your path was originally outlined for you. You already knew at the very start because I had channeled the message for you. This is what life Rivers.com would be. It's gonna be a media company. We already talked about this. Yes. Yeah. But then along the way, there was a lot of deviations. What do you want? What do you want? I would keep asking you this. What do you want? You were not certain of what you wanted. And every single time when you came up with an offer, You may have come up with, you may have came up with an offer in your head from force as opposed to receiving, okay? There's, there's, I'm going with somewhere with this. So you started off thinking, 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 but now as you receive this one idea, this one thing and how expansive and how exciting it could be, what the potential of that could be. You received it. It came to you. You weren't even thinking
0: about it. You weren't expecting it. It came to me from you as a seed. So you fertilized me with that seed. Perhaps. (laughs) You already knew what the path was ahead
1: of you. You lost your way. But now is it safe to say that you're back on the track of where you need to be going with your purpose?
0: Yes, and that's why it feels so expansive and so big and so hot. And that's when you know that you're getting back on your path.
1: Okay, great. Now that you know the path ahead of you and you're walking that path, we're taking it back not to the big ones, okay? So, big one. You have your life purpose. You've come here. You were born here already with the plan. You already decided you were going to come here to planet earth and do whatever it is that you came here to do. In whatever industry, in whatever topic, helping whatever, doing whatever service. Along your path though, you may be getting distracted, getting distracted, getting distracted. You may also be at a stage where you're, like hammer coming back to the main idea, the main path of where you need to be going. Okay,
0: Trust is also a big one because some people, they may know what their path is, but they're not trusting themselves to act on it.
1: I believe that the key to understanding if this is the route, if this is the long-term path for you, it comes from how you feel. So if you're not excited, think about that for a second. If you're not excited to be living your purpose and it doesn't really like feel expansive, it doesn't feel like it's the biggest you that you could be. It is time to now take inventory of your purpose and maybe even perhaps make some slight variations to it. So in the context of you, Hema, you knew even before lifepurpose.com, you had a purpose. You just didn't know exactly what that was.
0: But I always knew that it was big.
1: Looking back as now you're 30, looking back over the last 10 years, it seems like you were being guided to now this particular thing, which is LifeRivers.com. You had these ideas. It was like trying on clothes that didn't fit you quite right. Mm-hmm. And then you found that one outfit, that one outfit that is like, yes this is stylish. This is exactly the look for me. This is exactly how I need to express myself.
0: Yes. And I had to create that outfit myself.
1: What if that is the same case for you, big one, where you are trying out all these different outfits? You're working these jobs. You're starting up these businesses. You're not getting any traction. You're not seeing any momentum. You're you're putting this stuff on and you're, it's just not clicking. It's just not feeling right to you. Then all of a sudden you receive something and it's like you got smacked in the face. And now you're, you're alive. You're awake. You're feeling that expansiveness. You're feeling that bigness. It may be scary. You may feel like you have to, there's parts of you that you have to grow up. But for the most part, you're like, wow, this is like a great thing that I could do. And a great contribution that I can make. The key is the feeling. The key is to honor the path that you know is the best for you.
0: But I also wanna say that your feelings alone can also sometimes deceive you, just like yesterday. Explain. Yesterday when we went on the walk, I was expressing that I feel contracted in my heart and contracted in my throat, and I feel like something is off with our relationship. Now, was that the truth or was that me believing a limiting thought, which then creates a limiting feeling, which can be deceiving. When in fact, there's nothing wrong with the relationship. It's just Hema allowing a negative thought to penetrate and that negative thought to gain momentum to then create a negative feeling. You get my point?
1: I understand 100%. And this is why I believe at this stage My consciousness and my evolution in this physical body, it is significant to be as pure as possible and to not allow outside influences to penetrate and poison your body, your mind, your feeling world.
0: It it happens sometimes without, I, I would say most of the time, without people becoming aware of it.
1: We went to Tony Robbins Business Mastery in 2019. And one of the things that he said that there's in that entire three or four day period, there were a couple of phrases that like stuck out to me out of the whole thing. I don't remember much else. I don't remember many of the presenters. I just remember the phrases. And one of the phrases he said was to guard your mind. Mm. You gotta, you have to guard your mind.
0: And I also remember him saying, If you're in your head, you're dead.
1: So why would he say that? Why would he say that? Because one of the other things that he did say, Tony Robbins, at Business Mastery was the significance of the psychology of the leader and that the success of any business is dependent on the psychology of the leader. Getting back to our big ones, for your life purpose, big one, you've got your purpose. The success of your purpose, the success of your mission, what you're here to fulfill, you came here, whether you're a star seed, you identify a star seed, light worker, empath, average Joe down the street, it doesn't matter. You have something of value to contribute to the world. You may be feeling in your body, you may be thinking in your head that what you have to contribute is not of value, it is. But there's a story that you're telling yourself. It's a psychology. It's your psychological limitations. It's your psychological barriers that are preventing you from expressing the fullness of who you came here to be, being in your most expansive state. I am saying that from this place of consciousness, it is important to purify yourself. It is important to remove impurities and toxicities from the body that keep you from living in the truth
0: of your divine self.
1: Wow, this is such such an important
0: message to highlight. And it starts with what you consume.
1: It starts with what you consume. And from this state, observing myself, just observing Gabriel in this present moment, I'm literally, as I'm saying this, I feel like I'm having an out-of-body experience and I'm just speaking. The body is speaking. A few months ago, if you listened to the beginning of the podcast, this podcast series that we started there was a different version of me and that version of me was let's just call it what it is more discordant more aggressive and the diet that I was consuming at that time was not in alignment with the truth of who I should be or the truth of who I am and as I've now switched my diet as I've now switched what I'm consuming, as I'm now taking more and more inventory, and I've been working on creating a new personality to match the bigness of who I am, I've noticed a significant change in my energy and the energy that I am radiating and in the words that I'm speaking and in the clarity with which I'm speaking. Yeah. So getting back to the main point, you have your purpose, you knew what your purpose was, You have a straight path ahead of you, but yet you get distracted. You get distracted. You lose sight of your vision. You lose sight of the path in front of you until you get back on track, until you get back to that moment where you feel that expansiveness. You feel that bigness. You feel that aliveness. You feel that this is worth doing and this is worth doing for the rest of your life. I think that's a key to living your purpose. But let me ask you, now that you are, let's say you're back in alignment with your life purpose, you're back in alignment with the truth of who you truly are, and this is now feeling bigger and more expansive and it's getting you excited. What are you going to do to keep your focus on that vision for the next 10 years? What is there like a tool that you're using?
0: yeah. We are creating our Vision Traction Organizer, short VTO, which is basically a visual roadmap drawn out that we can look at daily if we have to, to showcase our path and where we are going. It's that simple.
1: This is, that's important. Whenever you get into a car, and if you're going to a, for, a, for a road trip, you're going to a long, a destination that you've never been to before. In today's world, and even before the age of smartphones, how would you know that you're going to get to your destination?
0: Oh my God, we had we had these paper maps. I remember my parents going on holiday with these massive, huge paper maps. They were like bigger than a car. Yeah. Trying to find their way to Croatia or Italy. Crazy.
1: But they used a the map. Yeah. They used a map to guide them to their destination,
0: which was as big as our car. At lifepurpose.com, it is our purpose to support, guide, and empower you, the big ones, in living your life's purpose. To receive powerful daily meditations and mentoring for your life's purpose, join our premium membership and claim your seven day free trial. By clicking the link in the description, or visit lifepurpose.com directly. And now back to the episode.
1: Today, you're saying I'm going to be using a VTO, a Vision Traction Organizer, which is a. It's basically an idea that a company called EOS, EOS Worldwide, had created, and they use that to get traction on their projects, and as part of their entrepreneurial operating system. So you're using this VTO to get you aligned with what you have to do. You're using this VTO as a means of similar to a vision board.
0: Yeah, exactly. Where are you now? And where do you want to be 10 years from? To keep us focused and to prevent us from going off track again. Exactly,
1: because life can take you in all different directions. But you have to, as the conscious creator of your reality, if you subscribe to the idea that you are God in action and that there's nothing but the mighty I am presence working through you then it's up to you to now really take charge of the human ego aspect of you get really focused get really serious about your life purpose and focus on the one thing a straight line from point A to point B point B being the next 10 years of your life the next 10 years of your life, you're dedicating yourself to your purpose. Yeah. Not a lot of people get the opportunity to even explore what their life purpose is because they're so distracted with the job. They're so distracted with the, in terms of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, they're so distracted with the first level of existence, which is survival. How do I put food on the table? How do I take care of myself? You have the privilege to look at what is the greatest expression of what I can be, what, what God put me here to do, and what am I here to fulfill?
0: This is a, a key question that anyone listening should ask themselves. What is the greatest, biggest, most powerful expression of who I truly am? And then visualize yourself and hold yourself accountable to that vision because if you can see it, it is you. It is a version of you. It is possible for you.
1: The roadmap for you, big one, then, is to look at where you've been and look at where you're going. Look at the next 10 years of your life and ask yourself, if you continue on this trajectory, wherever you are, where will you be 10 years from now? The great thing about having me around, Emma, is that you got the reminder That, hey, if you decided to do a community, guess what? 10 years from now, you're going to be known as the community company.
0: Exactly.
1: If you were to do meditation, you'd be known as the meditation company. Mm. So if you're positioning yourself to be a media company, 10 years from now, you want people to say this is a media company. This is a content company.
0: It has to align. What you offer has to align.
1: Exactly. You do not want to be selling hot dogs if you are a burger joint.
0: Wow, and that brings me back down to I believed I can offer meditation, coaching, mentoring community and still call myself a media company. I believed I can put everything on the one head and be everything.
1: Sometimes you, sometimes you can if you think about it because in the process of doing this, we are creating a very high value thing that we're going to be giving away which is a journal it's a blueprint so if you think about it yeah you are offering meditation you are giving people the opportunity to meditate on what their life purpose is you are offering mentoring by asking the right questions to people so in a way you are sort of doing this but you have to really focus though on where you want to be where do you want to be and you have to feel that feeling that's the main thing The feeling that you feel about doing a digital magazine, if you can sustain that feeling of excitement, of feeling alive 10 years from now, that's what's going to be the gasoline that gets your vehicle from where you are now to 10 years. That's your destination 10 years from now. So in the case of the big one, where you are now, what you feel your life purpose is, what you believe your life purpose is. Ask yourself if 10 years from now you could see yourself doing that. Thinking long-term, being able to live your purpose long-term. We live in a world today where a lot of people insist on a instant gratification, short-term philosophy or way of being, way of living.
0: To now, wanting it now.
1: Wanting it now versus looking at what you can build in a compounding way over 10 years time.
0: And who you become. Who
1: you become in the process 10 years from now. That takes a level of vision. It also takes having the right roadmap. It ha- it takes having the understanding of you are on a journey to fulfilling your purpose in life. And it doesn't matter where you are on this journey specifically. What matters is becoming aware of where you are, your point A, so that you can know where you're going, your destination, your point B. Hema, had you decided to do the community and you put all your eggs into that basket, where you would have been 10 years from now would have been probably very much, very different from where you had originally intended. So it's important to not lose track. It's important to not forget. And I think that that's what a lot of people that come here into the physical world, they do. They forget who they are. They forget why they came here. They lose sight. They get so distracted by the senses in the outer world that they lose sight of their life purpose.
0: Yeah, and a big one is definitely that they believe in what the outer world tells them about their life and what's possible for their lives and what they're meant to do based on the outer world. And I also know about people who have been resisting their true calling for a long time. They have been resisting it, resisting it, resisting it. Why? Because it was in a contradiction to what they were conditioned to believe about their life. Had I listened to the outer world and other people's opinions and suggestions 10 years ago, I would not be where I am today. And I would most likely not have anything to do with lifepurpose.com. And this is what I am very, very grateful for because I just trusted myself enough to follow the feeling within, whether it feels contractive. Is that the right word? Contractive?
1: Contracting. Exactly.
0: Whether it feels contracting or expansive.
1: Would you say that trusting yourself and trusting how you feel is important versus, is more important than, let's say, following the advice and the opinions of others in the outer world when it comes to your life purpose?
0: That is a hard question to answer because at this stage of my life, I am very open to receiving the right guidance the right counsel from those of from those around you that you trust and where you know okay these people they have my greatest and highest interest at heart but not everyone does so you have to be able to discern between general human opinions versus actual great advice that comes from a very grounded place which can ultimately serve your greatest and highest good. Does that make sense? Yes. But I know that 10 years ago, when a major decision that I had to make was, am I going to go to university? Am I going to get a job? Or am I just going to follow a completely different path and just go and travel around the world by myself and figure out the next steps from there? It was at this crossroad where I received a lot of general human opinions sometimes from people that I barely that I barely didn't even know telling me what I should be doing with my life (laughs) but I didn't listen to them because I knew intuitively that they were coming from a limiting perspective and that they were their opinions were rooted in fear I just knew that their opinions were rooted in fear survival and their limiting opinions it's that simple
1: So you had to trust yourself enough to know that your opinion, what you thought of yourself, how you valued your life was more important than what anyone else thought, what your parents may have wanted you to do or your relatives. Yes.
0: And I was trusting my decisions because I knew that my decision was coming from a foundation of love and freedom and trust in life versus the majority of others opinions were coming as i was saying from fear
1: now getting back to what i was mentioning at some points in today's podcast episode would you say that having some type of a check-in system with yourself to reflect on your path and where you are now and where you're going with your purpose in life what would you do if you went off track Or if you felt you went off track, like, what do you do if you go off track with your path in life, your life purpose? Do you like go back into, like, ask yourself, how am I feeling? And then do you feel like, do you pay attention to any contractions in your body, any expansiveness? Does that question make sense?
0: Yeah. I think I would have to have a come to Jesus meeting. (laughs) No, not even joking like I would probably really have to sit with myself and ask for divine assistance and meditate on that and reflect and allow myself to receive help
1: right asking for help receiving as opposed to forcing
0: and this is what I have been doing in the last years when I went off track
1: but now at this stage because you are going to be implementing this VTL this way of keeping yourself focused on what you have to do it's same thing like what we do with ClickUp.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: This is the same thing. We're staying on track with what we have to do. We're not going all over the place. We know we have to do this, and this is it. These are the most important things that we have to work on, and this is what's going to get us to that destination 10 years from now. I think it's the same way from what I'm hearing from you. I think it is the same way. I think it is that you have to look at how you're feeling or you have to observe how you're feeling and from that place of observation, you can decipher or decipher yourself, am I living my purpose in life or have I gone super far off track? Yeah. And, and to bring that point home, I can't help but think about your first offer with the community aspect, the community idea and how you were saying that that felt limiting, it felt contractive, it didn't feel like it was quite right. That's you checking in with yourself and how you're feeling. You're being honest with yourself and you're saying, mm, I don't feel so enthusiastic. I don't feel so so excited about this.
0: Or it's like something feels off.
1: Right. Same thing with the high ticket coaching offer. You just said earlier in the podcast with the high ticket coaching offer, you were looking at what other people were doing and you thought that that's what you had to do, high ticket coaching. But there's so many different ways to take your life purpose and make that into whatever you want it to be. It's just a slight variation that works for you, that's just right for you. So you had this period where it felt contractive. It felt contracting or contracted. You felt contracted. I don't know what the, honestly, I really don't know what the right grammatical term is right now for the word contraction. In this context, but you felt like something wasn't right.
0: It didn't feel 100 percent like the most authentic me.
1: It didn't feel like the most authentic you. It didn't feel exciting as much. It didn't feel quite right. It didn't feel like it like the porridge from Goldilocks. <laughs> there was the por- there was the porridge that's too hot, then there's the porridge that's too cold, and there's the porridge that's just right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And would you say that you have now the porridge that's just right for you with what you're working on now?
0: I believe so, because it it realigns back to the foundation of what lifepurpose.com is.
1: What this shows me is that if you are going to be in control of your life, and this goes for myself, this goes for anyone, if you're going to be in control of your life, it is very important to be in tune with yourself, and it's very important to live your life and not someone else's life. I think the community offer, and here's the connection, I think that community offer was would have been you living someone else's life thinking that's your life because you're running on someone else's ideas copying someone else's way of doing things versus being a completely new variant of yourself i've never heard of a life purpose magazine and that that for me sounds exciting on top of what we talked about with having nfts and using artificial intelligence to create digital art with it. I think that's really interesting.
0: Yes, it is, because we haven't heard it from someone else before. And that just goes to show that, hey, this is our original idea.
1: And if you think about this, there's a lot of people. Here's the other thing, too. Last week, we watched the movie The Founder, starring Michael Keaton, where he played Ray Kroc, the the supposed founder of McDonald's. Throughout the movie, Ray Kroc pretended that he created McDonald's when in fact he, in the movie, what he did was he assisted with the franchising. He built it up to a specific level of claim or uh, to a certain amount of franchises. Then he partnered up with someone to help him with getting into a different business, which was the real estate acquiring land to then being able to control what would happen at the McDonald's franchises. And then ultimately that was his way to acquire the entire McDonald's brand. Okay. At the very end of the film, when the McDonald's brothers were settling with Ray Kroc for transferring the full ownership rights of McDonald's to them, to him, one of the McDonald's brothers asks him, hey, why did you not just take our system and do your own thing with it? And Ray Kroc said, even you don't understand what you had. It had nothing to do with the system. It had to do with the name, McDonald's. I'm bringing this up because when it comes to lifepurpose.com and the, what you just said about a completely original thing, there's many people that are talking about life purpose, but they're doing it from the place of coaching. Yeah. There's a lot of life purpose coaches out there. You have, we we purchased the lifepurpose.com website. And what I'm saying with this is that it has nothing to do with the coaching. Mm. It's got everything to do with the name, the brand. Everyone that's talking about life purpose is coming from the place of buy my course so mm. that you can live your life purpose. If you really look at it, if you really observe Turn your passion into profit. What's your life purpose? Get this course. And all of those things are, maybe they're applicable to some extent, but at some point it becomes a copy. Mm. It becomes something that is, it's a race to the bottom. Why am I saying this? Because getting back again to the whole concept of your life purpose, you've got to ask yourself, big one, are you living your life purpose or are you copying someone else's?
0: And that requires you to be creative. It requires you to be uniquely, authentically creative in your own truth. And in. it requires you to really think big. Like, what can I express? What can I stand for?
1: Absolutely.
0: And what can I bring that has never been brought before?
1: If you recall... There would be times in the past where you would say something, and I knew that you got that from someone else.
0: I know. <laughs> and quite, you, were always, you were always saying, what were your words? Is that you? Is that you really the, the you speaking?
1: Or are you copying someone else?
0: Which has gotten significantly less, you saying that. <laughs>
1: because you're becoming more original. Oh. Because you're becoming more of who you are. But if you recall, there were times where I would say, I knew that you would be listening to the outer world and consuming the outer world's content.
0: Which I stopped almost completely, thanks God. And you
1: would copy what they were saying as if it was what your truth was.
0: Yeah, copying other people's opinions and perceptions. And that's what it means to become a copycat. Then you're just another voice in the crowd. Exactly. That follows a mainstream of consciousness a mainstream of media and it's actually just a bunch of people copying the same words the same phrases the same ideas the same thought of consciousness
1: that's exactly right
0: until there comes a big one and disrupt all of that
1: bingo bingo and that's i think this is where i'm ultimately going with this you mentioned at the beginning of our podcast journey in one of the episodes i wanted to creatively express myself I feel like I haven't tapped into the fullest creative expression of who I tr- truly am truly am yeah how are you going to do that if you're copying someone else's path if you're copying you've got you've got to become you the only you that you can be that's why you are Hama Alman
0: yes and that is so important for everyone because and that is also probably a challenge for a lot of people. Because because when we were born into this world, we're five years of age, six years of age. You get into the kindergarten and then you start going to school. And the main trajectory there is to copy and to do what you're being told. And individual thought forms and acting out of the crowd is not welcome. It gets punished. And if you are under this conditioning for 10, 20 years of your life... You, this is the work, like you got to peel back all the layers that are not you. And this has been a work for myself as well.
1: It's becoming the unicorn that you were the whole time. Yes. That you painted yourself black. Exactly. So that you can fit in with the horses, but you're a unicorn.
0: And it's the same um, story with the lion that was raised by sheep.
1: From Tony Robbins.
0: Well, Tony Robbins didn't come up with the story. That's a general story where the lion is being raised by sheep thinking his entire life that he's a freaking lion until he goes to a water pond and he sees his reflection and he noticed that I don't look like the sheep. Who am I really?
1: That's the roadmap.
0: And then the lion remembers that, Hey, I don't look like the sheep. I'm different. And then the lion reconnects to its roar and finds its inner strength and its inner power and I believe that's what's so necessary for all of us to embrace our bigness and to not hide, to not shy and to know that we are not being punished for being different.
1: This is the roadmap. The roadmap is being yourself throughout the entire journey. In the process, though, of living this human experience, we forget who we are. We conform We copy someone else's ideas. We copy the outer world's ideas and philosophies and ideologies because it is sometimes feeling safer to just go along with what the crowd is doing than to do something completely different.
0: Because that's what we are conditioned to believe, and that is one of the biggest illusions in this world. And I believe that we all have a unique purpose, however we all have a collective purpose every single soul and our purpose collectively is to realign to who we truly are and to express that
1: okay so that's still that's great because that's still going back to the individual then that's still going back to the individual person you the individual person yes we may collectively be on this path to remembering who we are and expressing the the divinity of who we are, the creativity within us. But it still is now, it's your responsibility to go on your path. To be you. To be you, exactly. And how can you be you if you're looking outside of you and you are trying to model someone else and copy what they're doing because they had their success? It's, It's completely different. Yes, success leaves clues. I understand all of this. But there comes a point where you then lose sight of who you are. You lose sight of your path in life. And so getting back to what I was asking you in the beginning, do you feel like now you're creatively expressing yourself? Do you feel like now you're becoming the truth of who you truly are? How have you learned to trust yourself? How was the feeling inside of you when you were going with option one, the community, to option three, the digital magazine? There's a difference in the feeling. There's a difference in the excitement. There's a difference in the possibility.
0: Yeah, there's there's a small reality that you can play in. There is a, perhaps, let's call it a mediocre reality that you can play in. And then there is the grand timeline of your life that you can play in. Now, are you ready to align to your great timeline and play in that timeline? But in order to play in your great timeline, you got to break out of your shell, and you got to embrace the full greatness in every area of your life. Are you ready for that? Are you ready to express your greatness, to show who you truly came here to be? Some people are not ready for that, and that's okay too.
1: What's the life purpose of your great timeline, big one? What did you come here to do? What did you come here to express that you forgot that you're now realigning to? If you feel that you are copying someone else's life, if you're not satisfied with your life, if you're not filled with what you're doing, if it doesn't get you excited, what needs to change? What correction in your path do you need to make? Do you have a roadmap for your life? Do you know where you're going to be going? Where do you want to be 10 years from now? What kind of life do you want to live? What is your purpose? How will you make your contribution to others? Are you going to make a contribution by copying or are you going to make a contribution by being who you came here to be, by expressing your true self? What is the timeline for you?
0: Thank you for listening to today's episode of the LifePurpose.com podcast. If you found this episode valuable, share it with someone that you know needs to hear this. And until next time on the LifePurpose.com podcast.